Welcome to The Home Building Hero, where we help you become the hero of your new home by providing you all the information that you need. No matter if you're an industry pro, you're building, or you're buying, we got you covered here at The Home Building Hero. We're coming to you live today from the LP Studios here in Wisconsin. I'm your host, David Bellman, president of Bellman Homes. Thank you for tuning in today. Today, we're talking about the states that have the highest migration in and the states that have the highest migration out from 2023. Now, if you've turned to this podcast before, we've done a similar topic on this and talked about some of the states and what's happening with where people are moving out of and moving into, and also some of the reasons why they're moving. And it's pretty interesting because um, there's been a lot of things and a lot of change going on in our lives over the past couple years, namely because of COVID-19. And that's had a huge impact on people's living habits. But there's a lot of other factors that are going on now that are making this a little bit more interesting and a little different. Now, this is not some new phenomenon. People have moved uh, out of places or moved around the country ever since the country has been formed. But typically, we see a spike when there are large socioeconomic things going on. For example, the first mass migration was really in the gold rush era in the 1800s. And then there was a great migration of the 1900s because of, again, of historic events and needs and opportunities. All those things kind of factor into this. And then, of course, one of the biggest catalysts of all was COVID-19. So, one of the things that was studied recently was that the US, the U.S. Postal Service said that um, there was an increase in relocations in 2020 by more than 94,000 people compared with 2019. So again, that kind of started the COVID era that really kicked off a lot of people migrating and the numbers are only going up since then. So I'm going to give credit to the National Association of Realtors for this study that they did. And basically, they did this not too long ago in 2022, and they said that the average person migrated only about 15 miles, but that jumped to over 50 miles in 2022. So people are moving a lot further now because of different factors. So let's talk about some of those factors that they are reporting on. Obviously, number one thing that a lot of people factor in is affordability. And that's a big reason why people move is what can they afford to live in that area, but also proximity to family and more space were the other top factors into why people would move. And so they're moving a little further now because that has shifted. The other thing that has caused the shift is the the concept of work and work from home. Now, obviously in 2022 and even 2021, there was a huge increase in the remote work and the hybrid model. And nearly 30 million workers in 2021 worked from home, according to the Census Bureau. So that's obviously a huge reason for the shift because if you're not tied to any one place anymore, mainly because of your work, you can live wherever. And so that increases the rate of migration. Makes total sense, right? It's not rocket science. So the National Association of Realtors reported that 33% of buyers listed convenience to their job as a key factor in their neighborhood choice 
That's today. But that number used to be 42% before COVID. So convenience to work is no longer a number one high consideration anymore for people because of the ability to use Zoom and Teams and Google Meet and all those other applications and companies being more flexible about that with their jobs. Now, the other thing that's interesting in this study is they found that small towns saw a 9% increase in their sales and in people moving into their um, local areas as opposed to six percentage points previously. So because people could move further away, they started to move to smaller, smaller areas, which is, I think, also very interesting. All right. So we know some of the reasons why people are wanting to move. Now let's talk about the states that gained the most population in 2022 compared to the previous year. And we're going to go from the uh, 10th most all the way to the top. We'll go bottoms up on this one. So clocking in at number 10 for most migrations into their state, Oklahoma. The net change of 26,791 people, uh, 0.7% increase. Just over one year. That's still a healthy amount. Next up, state of Alabama, 28,600 at a half a percent. Then Idaho. You might think, why Idaho? Well, if you look where Idaho borders, they border uh, or, uh, Washington and uh, Oregon. So a lot of things going on over there that would cause people maybe to move over to Idaho. And 1.8% population change. So that's a pretty big jump in population, 28,000 people, about 1.8%. So definitely more of a rural area there. Next up, not really a surprise, Arizona. That's always a popular migration state for a lot of reasons. Um, you have, again, a good area to retire. We do have an older population there. Uh, we also have um, lower taxes. Um, they don't focus as much on schools. So again, you get the older population moving out there uh, specifically to avoid the you know higher taxes they don't have kids uh, at home anymore uh, that kind of thing also warmer weather another factor there as well next up the state of georgia with eighty one thousand four hundred and change uh, moving in at 1.2 percent so it's a big state and a lot of populace especially in the atlanta area but adding eighty one thousand over a year of new citizens that's uh you know that's the size of many cities um around where i live so that's a, a big amount to take a whole city into a new state all right, clocking in at fifth is Tennessee with 81,600 net migrations, 1.2%, so another healthy amount there. Coming at fourth is South Carolina, 84,000, 1.7% increase. Now, um, the Carolinas are interesting because um, you've got South Carolina and then right up, up next to it is North Carolina, 99,000. 796 people moved in and a 1.3% increase. Now, North Carolina is very um, friendly to building affordable houses and also also friendly to a younger um, home buyer. And so that's been a very robust market. And also then you add the coastal aspect to it as well uh, for both states. And you're seeing why there's a nice increase there as well. Next up, Number two on the list, the state of Texas, 230,961 net migration, up 1.6%. 
Now, a couple of things on why Texas is growing. Um, again, you have a huge, huge border state. We have a very different immigration policy, so that's going to be part of it. Uh, but the other part of it is, again, just, um, you know, it was a very open state during COVID. Um, they didn't do a lot of the lockdowns and other things. A lot of people moved out of cities, and we're going to talk about the migration out next. But a lot of people moved out of some of the lockdown type cities to go to Texas, uh, where it's a little more uh, lenient on all those things. And then number one on the list with 318,000 net migrations, Florida. And it grew 1.9% population growth one year. And I mean, they're over I mean, almost 90,000 more than Texas. Now you think of the size of the state of Texas and the size of the state of Florida. And to see another 100,000 people there, that's crazy. Uh, that is a lot of people moving there. So uh, very interesting stuff nonetheless. Um, so no surprise on the first couple states. That was uh, probably pretty obvious, but interesting to see the other states there that have also grown. Uh, again, if you look on a map, most of them are, uh, if you draw a line, they're all the southern states for the most part uh, of the you know, country, other than Utah, for some reason, um, didn't make it. Louisiana uh, didn't make it. Uh, and Mississippi uh, and Arkansas didn't uh, quite hit the list there. Um, and those are southern states. But uh, kind of interesting to just look at how that, that looks on a map too. Um, so that definitely could be some weather considerations in there as well. Okay, so let's talk about the states that lost population now. Because obviously some of this is due to the immigration policy, but some of it is also due just to uh, general policies and other factors. So this um, this study was interesting because they went about it a little bit differently. And um, what they did is they looked, uh, WirePoints is the name of the organization, and they did an analysis of tax data to see how much money was filed by taxes, and then they were able to work through the population change. So they, they did a little different process for these net migrations out. And per the article that was written, they cited crime-ridden and overtaxed states like Illinois, New York, and California are hemorrhaging citizens and also their tax dollars. And there's some big dollars here. And so these states really got to figure it out because to lose that kind of tax dollar um, over just a one-year period is going to have huge effects on their budget. So New York is um, one of the, the worst as far as losing tax dollars. So their aggregate losses um, from 20 or 2000 actually to 2020. So this is a longer period. This is not a COVID only um, thing that we're talking about. This is a pre-COVID thing. New York lost 1.1 trillion in cumulative lost income from 2000 to 2020, over 20 years. That is a ton of money. Then you have Chicago and Illinois, of course, in the state, but Chicago, the city, is dealing with some huge debt from their long-lasting pension fund from the teachers' union. And they have more debt than 44 states with a combined pension debt of nearly $48 billion dollars. 
So that is causing a huge burden on their economic climate. So let's take a look here. We talked about New York as a number one uh, or a top net migration, not number one on the list, but one of the ones that lost the most income. Of course, the state that gained the most income was Florida, and they got $57 billion in new income as opposed to um, about $18 billion of loss. So overall, there's still you know, uh, a net um, $39.2 billion in new taxable income. And um, let's see here. I'm just trying to see. They got a net yeah, of 256,000 new people uh, per this study. Uh, what does that compare? This other study says 318,000. So a um, little discrepancy here on the number, but we know people are moving to Florida. That's no surprise. Then Texas, again, number two on the list. They gained $10.9 billion. Then Nevada was the next growing state with $4.6 billion in new taxable revenue from migration. And then North Carolina, Arizona rounded out their top five of the list. So you could have a state that gained more people uh, and another state that gained more revenue. But the revenue is pretty close to matching up here based on what we're seeing. Now the states that lost, as we mentioned, California lost the most taxable income lost nearly $29.1 billion in income or 2% of of their, their taxable income. And according to this, they lost 332,000 residents. That's a huge number. I mean, that almost is the population growth in Florida. You can almost say everybody from California went to Florida and you, you wouldn't be far off. So we're seeing some very interesting th- things here with regards to migration out. And obviously, um, it's making sense, right? We're seeing people move out of high-taxed and crime-ridden states and moving to um, states that have a better climate for living, safer, and all those kind of things. One state that's not on the list is my home state, and I wanted to look into that and see where we fall into the list. Now, I don't have the ranking here, but I do have the number of people that migrated in Wisconsin. And we actually had in 2022, a net gain of 16,000 people. So um, not nearly uh, close enough to the top 10, but that's still a pretty large gain for us here in 2022. And they cited one of the reasons that people are migrating to Wisconsin is our cost of living is 4% less than the national average. So pretty interesting stuff when you put it all together. Um, so you take you know, the, the work from home thing, you take the immigration policies, you take, um, you know, the tax situations, and then you take the crime and you put that all together and you have, you know, a more mobile workforce now. So you see the increased level in migration and you're seeing a lot of people moving out of these, um, these states that have financial problems and crime ridden problems. And they're moving into other states or else getting out of the city completely and moving into a more rural area. Again, because you know you don't have to necessarily be by that big employer anymore if you can work from home. Or people will tolerate driving 40 minutes once a week of, or an hour, let's say, to their job uh, once a week, but they maybe wouldn't want to put up with that uh, five days a week. And that makes a lot of sense. And I think that's why we're seeing a lot of people making big moves. 
So stay tuned for future episodes as we track this further and see how this changes over time. Once again, thank you for tuning in to The Home Building Hero, broadcasting live from the Bellman Home Studio. If you haven't already, please make sure to give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts and make sure to hit that subscribe button so you don't miss any future content. Until next time, I'm David Bellman, signing off.